Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Wednesday, 28 September in the year of our Lord 2022. We're going to get into a lot. We've got a lot to go through with Naomi Wolf. We've got updates from Boris. We're going to talk politics. Next hour, we have uh, Liz Yor, Mike Davis, Matthew Termon. We're packed today wall-to-wall with many other surprises, but I want to start in El Paso, Texas, down at the wall that we helped uh, assist people to build. Uh, Jeff Rainforth, you're one of the top investigative journalists we've had down there, you know, documenting this for years. You started, what, a couple weeks ago down in Yuma, Give us an update, and particularly, you know, we're going to talk to Naomi about vaccines and what we've done to ourselves with this vaccine situation that she's uncovering. But there's another drug crisis here. This drug crisis is fentanyl, opioids. You know, we talked to politicians in New Hampshire today, other places throughout the country. It's, it's, this is a plague on the United States. I want to be specific about the cartels. We talked a lot about it this morning, but I just want to make sure the audience understands the control of the cartels, Mexican drug and human trafficking cartels, the control they have over not just northern Mexico, but the southern border of the United States, including great cities like El Paso, Yuma, etc., and then down to the Rio Grande Valley. Jeff Rainforth. Hey, Steve. So, yeah, uh, there's a lot going on in Yuma. It was surprising how many were coming over, like uh, probably between 500 and 800 a night, uh, and Border Patrol confirms that. Uh, I was over there. It took a few days to find out where they were all coming in, in mass. Um, Yuma, uh, what's going on over there is uh, the governor, Governor Ducey, put up these rail car uh, things in between the gaps in the wall to try and keep the flow out. And while it did stop the flow in those areas, they just like go a half mile down the road and get in another uh, section. And so what's happening in uh, there is they've all kind of conversed in this one section. Border Patrol knows it well. So they've got like they've got this whole uh, system set up with uh, porta potties, water stations, covered uh, canopy uh, sections where they people get out of the heat. um, And like they literally have to take off anything they're carrying with them and uh, lay it on the ground. So uh, it's about 500 to 800 people a night coming over there. The cartels are the ones who charge these people uh, the money. It's in the thousands of dollars each. I think the cheapest you can get is like a kid is like 500 bucks. And it depends if they can afford it or, you know, the circumstances. I think we lost him. Let's go ahead and try to reboot and I'll bring Naomi up. I just want to give you some statistics about the border in the uh, last two years of the Trump administration, well, the first two years, 526,000 apprehensions at the border in 17. Uh, when Who was in the White House with President Trump in 17? 526, because we weren't messing around. They knew we'd try to close the border. We're going to build the wall. In 18, 683. In Biden's first two years, Biden's first two years, 1.9 million in 2021 and 2.5 million so far. In 2022, that is what uh, almost four and a half million will be 4.9 million by the end of this year. And remember, virtually 90 percent of those have not been returned. So they one million is actually already in the asylum program. The other being processed. We're going to go back to the border throughout the next two hours to make sure people understand the scale of this, the magnitude of this problem. Another promise almost incomprehensible. Let's go to Naomi Wolf. So Naomi left us hanging at the end of the morning show about a bombshell on Dr. Fauci. So why don't we start there and then we're going to go back and get into this this 
you know, the mother's milk, the breast milk thing, because I, I got to tell you, of all the stories we've covered, I haven't seen too many that uh, that rattle people to their core uh, it, like this story does. So t- tell us the bombshell about Dr. Fauci. Yeah, we're in a time when all the pieces are coming together and illuminating each other about this greatest crime uh, humanity has ever sustained. So before I tell you about uh, Dr. Fauci's bombshell, um, I want to remind you that Politico, uh, we discussed this about a week ago, um, did a story showing that the WHO and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and a few other bad actors many of them enmeshed with the Chinese Communist Party, had come in at the meta-national level at the start of the pandemic to kind of enforce what we all lived through, the lockdowns and the um, erasure of civil society with no other outcome except for take the vaccine, take the vaccine, take the vaccine passport. Well, now more pieces of this puzzle have come into place. Um, So Tom Fitton's organization, Judicial Watch, which I adore, Uh, They FOIA the government, meaning Freedom of Information Act, which means, you know, government records belong to us, but we don't get to see them usually unless someone submits a Freedom of Information request. So his organization did that. And among the shocking revelations just released, and you can see this on Judicial Watch's website, one of them is that um, an October 2021 lawsuit uncovered that over a 10 year period, Dr. Fauci and others at NIH received more than $350 million in secretive royalty payments from drug companies and other third parties. So again, you may have heard already because it kind of trickled out earlier that Dr. Fauci and his colleagues had received royalty payments. And you may remember that he refused to answer Senator Rand Paul when Senator Paul asked directly, what are these royalty payments? Who is paying you? Who else is being paid? Where are these millions going? Um, Dr. Fauci didn't answer. But this is, but now you have the receipts, right? Now you have the the uh, results of the FOIA um, for Dr. Fauci's and his colleagues' payments in Judicial Watch. And so now I want to ask you to put that side by side with this also from Judicial Watch. There's a document called Farmkin Tabulated Summary in their FOIA uh, responses, which identifies that all in vitro metabolic stability studies of these two ingredients um, were conducted at Medicilon Preclinical Research LLC, a testing facility located in Shanghai, China. Studies within this record indicate work was done in August 2020. So this is the vaccine. This is the vaccine. This is the COVID-19 vaccine. So please start assembling the mosaic in your mind. I've been telling you China, China, China. I've been noting, we all know, the virus emerged from China. Lab leak or not, that's still under discussion. We know that Dr. Fauci was instrumental in suppressing any discussion of it having been a lab leak or uh, human engineering. He wanted to claim that it was organic, organically arising from bats and who knows how it surfaced. Um, uh, Judicial Watch has emails between Dr. Fauci and others um, about this issue. Uh, I've warned you that the vaccines were manufactured with a memorandum of understanding with China, at least the Pfizer vaccine, with Fosun Pharmaceuticals in Shanghai, in the same city that has now arisen in the Judicial Watch um, FOIA responses. I've warned you that there was a 100% tech transfer in the SEC filing for BioNTech, the subsidiary of Pfizer that makes the injections that are injected into you if you had a Pfizer vaccine in the United States. Um, And so now 100% of the tech is owned by China. And I've warned you that Fosun Pharma has opened two manufacturing plants, Fosun Pharma USA, in Boston, Mass., and in Princeton, New Jersey. So here you see the whole hideous um, backstory of what happened to us in the last two and a half years. Uh, A massive flow of money to Dr. Fauci and his colleagues, the highest level of government. Hang on. on. I want to make sure we don't. I want to make sure we don't bury the lead here. Let's let's just set aside the second, the $350 million for the royalty payments. Let's go back to this latest 
revelation or FOIA request. And correct me if I'm wrong. This FOIA request, actually, the difference in this and the previous ones is that the government, Fauci and these guys, had redacted, had redacted the name and location of the facility in China saying it was confidential commercial information. Is that correct? That's why it was not. That's why we didn't know this before when they did other FOIA requests. Man. That is my understanding. That's my understanding. Yeah, I mean, it's the way Judicial Watch, by the way, we have this. I want to make sure Denver has it. Let's get it up. But Captain Bannon, everybody, I want to put it in all the chat rooms. Grace, put it so people can read this. It's pretty explosive. The new FOIA request, I just want to go back. The new FOIA request or the new FOIA answer from Judicial Watch, walk through exactly what that lays out. Because Fauci and these guys went out of their way to keep this out of the public eye, including redacting this, saying it was uh, confidential commercial, not national security, but commercial information. Man. And, and so this is especially ironic because they're the ones who benefit from it being confidential commercial information. They're the ones with the patents. They're the ones with the royalties. Well, this is what Judicial Watch President Tom Fitton says, quote, Americans are now going to want to know why did the Biden operation try to hide COVID vaccine ties to China? So there's there's really so much in here that's being concealed um, that it's very hard to summarize. But one of the examples is that uh, NIAID records show that it gave nine China-related grants to EcoHealth Alliance. HHS records included and quote, urgent for Dr. Fauci email chain, email chain citing ties between the Wuhan lab and taxpayer-funded EcoHealth Alliance. Um, HHS records uh, include a grant application. Um, st- oh, HHS, HHS records showed the State Department and NIAID knew immediately in January 2020 that China was withholding COVID data, which was hindering risk assessment and response by public health officials. So um, China, oh, and they also have HHS confirms what we found um, with our biodistribution study. In May of 2022, this year, HHS records regarding biodistribution studies and related data for COVID-19 vaccines show a key component of the vaccines developed by Pfizer-BioNTech lipid nanoparticles, listen if this sounds familiar, everyone, were found outside the injection site, mainly the liver, adrenal glands, spleen, and ovaries of test animals eight to 48 hours after injection. You have heard this before, because our team independently found this um, even earlier than HHS did. uh, And HHS found out about it in May of this year and didn't tell you. They kept telling you it was safe and effective. So what you have here, it keeps going on. March, 2021, HHS records, or this may be what you're referring to, show that NIH officials tailored confidentiality forms to China's terms and that the WHO conducted an unreleased, quote, strictly confidential COVID-19 epidemiological analysis in January, 2020. October 2020, Fauci emails include his approval of a press release supportive of China's response to the 2019 novel coronavirus. In other words, this is a conspiracy. All right. This is a collusion between Dr. Fauci, NIAID, HHS, and China. The testing of the vaccine in China, the ownership of the material in China the payment of hundreds of millions of dollars to our senior scientists, the heads of our government agencies, to inject this China-based, China-originated, China-manufactured, China-IP-owned, damaging, murderous injection into the veins of Americans originated at the highest levels of coordination between our nation's scientists, RHHS, and China, and millions of dollars were paid to the people responsible for protecting us from exactly this kind of danger, this kind of harm. So this is how, you know, people keep asking me, why would you say it's a bioweapon? Who would, you know, who would want there to be a bioweapon? How could this happen? And every time you and I talk, Steve, you rightly say, isn't the FDA overseeing this? Isn't the White House overseeing this? How could this happen? This is how it happened. China bought Hang on for one second. We're taking a short commercial break. Quite explosive Judicial Watch, Dr. Naomi Wolf, next in the war room. Spread the word
know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Go there today. You get the pillows, the sheets. that are the official pillows and sheets and all of it of the War Room, and you support the armor-piercing shell that is Mike Lindell. War Room, MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. That's how square you go to. You get all the sales. Particularly now, the classic pillow, $19.88. He got the hook out of Walmart because they don't believe in your values and they don't like the fact that we're winning. So go there today, mypillow.com, promo code worm. Look, just for the audience, I understand a lot, you know, capital markets, the invasion of the southern border, everything to do with the COVID-19 and the, and the mass, the lockdowns, all of it. But these are the issues you have to deal with. You need the full information because we're winning. This is why they're freaking out. The New York Times are not doing 30-minute videos in this show. They're not hammering us every night. We're going to show in the second hour going after us about Italy. You know, we're, we're supporting her in bed with uh, or one of the drivers of the fascist movement throughout the world. Um, the reason they're coming after us is because of you and because we're on point, whether it's the volunteering for, to work with Amy Kelly over at uh, Daily Clout um, with Naomi Wolf and the team to, to get to the bottom of this or whether it's becoming a precinct committee man or a poll work or all of it, you have made the difference. And I understand that a lot of stuff we go through, you sit there and go, man, this stuff is so heavy. Why are we doing this? We're doing it because to save this country and to turn it around, we have to do it. It's our duty to do it, okay? So I know everybody signed up. There's sunlit uplands ahead, but we have to win, and there's no substitute for victory. If you want to have Fauci on the hot seat, if you want to have Dr. Collins on the hot seat, if you want to have the biotech companies on the hot seat, you have to, we have to win. You know, today I always do Chinese TV uh, with, uh, for the Chinese audience uh, in the mainland particularly, and of course the diaspora throughout the world on Wednesday, every Wednesday I do it. And they had hearings today about, about the bankers, you know, these big banks working with the Chinese Communist Party. And they had the, the, the congressmen were asking t- good questions, tough questions, but they're in the minority. So they don't have the ability to really drive it home. That's what we have to change. I mean, don't you want Fauci to have to answer to the American people about what went on? Don't you want Collins, Dr. Collins, to answer to the American people what went on? Don't you want uh, these biotech companies and the people allowed this to happen to have to answer an open mic in front of a congressional hearing to the moms, to the pregnant moms, and particularly the moms that lost uh, lost their babies when they were feeding their babies, right? The closest thing uh, – a mom can do with a child. Don't you want that? We have to win. We have to win. There's no, there is no substitute for victory right here. Dr. Wolf, uh, one thing, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, was in May or June or sometime over the last five or six months that you actually made this revelation in the team going through the documents of the whole BioNTech. It really hadn't been described to anybody that there was a Chinese part of this. And everything on the mainland is controlled by the Chinese Communist Party, particularly everything dealing with essentially what is their bioweapons program. This is run by the PLA. Everybody there is trained by the PLA, overseen by the PLA, and most of them are with 
the PLA, the People's Liberation Army. So what, was it in June? Because this of answer, this FOIA answer that on Judicial Watch kind of makes you kind of understand now. It's the big reveal why BioNTech's China uh, collaboration or the joint venture was so important. Dr. Naomi Wolf. Yes. Um, in June and July of this year, I began to look at the ties of BioNTech to China. And it was in July that I summarized them in an essay called Facing the Beast that linked to the SEC filing that shows the 100% completed tech transfer of BioNTech to China. And also that found that Fosun Pharmaceuticals was manufacturing the vaccine uh, that the United States was injecting into its arms. I've got to add one more bullet point here. So you see the horrors of this China um, enslavement of or purchasing of our highest levels of scientists and uh, medical directors advising the White House through hundreds of millions of dollars. May 2022, this year, UT Medical Branch records show the former director of the Galveston National Laboratory at UT Medical Branch, Dr. James W. LeDuc, warned Chinese researchers at the Wuhan Institute of Virology of potential investigations into the COVID issue by Congress. By Congress. In other words, the, the scientists and the healthcare professionals advising the American people and advising the COVID effort were so enmeshed and aligned via Chinese money to China, it, they were acting so traitorously that they alerted their Chinese colleagues and bedfellows yeah. about our congression, the risk of our congressional investigations into okay. them. Hang on one second. I want to go, I want to hit the rewind and I want to go through that slowly because the University of North Carolina and the University of Texas at Galveston are up to their necks in this thing. Uh, give us again what happened at Galveston about essentially tipping off the Chinese that, hey, certain people are going to be snooping around here, ma'am. Yeah, I'm going to read it slowly. And my my bet is that um, if you find the relationships, the relationships are uh, UT and the COVID effort. So May of 2022, so this is very recent, you see in the timeline an escalating cover-up, right? People scrambling to to warn their colleagues to, to cover up their tracks. May of this year, just a few months ago, UT Medical Branch records, and they're linked, show the former director of the Galveston National Lab at UT's medical branch, Dr. James W. LeDuc, warned Chinese researchers, the originators of this whole horrific thing, at the Wuhan Institute of Virology of potential investigations into the COVID issue by the United States Congress warned them wow and remember with this whole thing about being in china and working out of the wuhan lab and this bio tech as we talked about in the spring of of 2020 when the chinese are all of a sudden running around ccp's running around with a vaccine like people were saying that no chinese said hey in ten thousand years the chinese have never come up with a vaccine right and sars is 17 years ago it didn't even come close to coming up with a vaccine so this thing has been fishy from the absolute very beginning. And why would BioNTech need a need a Chinese essentially lab or partner or something there? And here's what gets me. When everybody's talking about BioNTech and Pfizer and all these guys running around, correct me if I'm wrong, Dr. Naomi Wolf, I don't remember anybody ever saying at the time when the thing was coming out of Wuhan, oh yeah, by the way, one of the big one of the big apparatuses for the vaccine maker is going to be in mainland China. Do you ever remember that coming up until you found it in June of this year, you and your team back no. in 2020 when they were putting billions of dollars in these companies, when they were staying in the microphone in the Rose Garden, everybody's running around. Did, did the, the name China or mainland China ever come up, ma'am? No, of course not. But what you've got to understand is those giant checks that the Biden administration has been writing for COVID response and for rolling out this safe and effective vaccine that was tested in Shanghai in August of 2020, manufactured in Shanghai, uh, those checks have gone to China. And the ingredients that are killing people, the ingredients that are maiming our police, our armed forces, sterilizing our armed forces, killing babies, injuring 648 babies in the VARS database, those are coming out of China. 
So again, I always say as a political consultant, read events backwards. The other thing I want to remind you of is the August 2021 experiment in Hong Kong overseen by China that showed that the first injection in mice harms them, causes cytokine storms. The second injection causes catastrophic damage, enlarges the heart, makes visible white spots on the heart, enlarges the liver. It's a bioweapon. And, and you know, when I say read events backwards, what is the way, if you're China, to get a deadly injection into the arms of millions of Americans, your existential adversary, spend 350 million buying off the top scientists and the top medical advisors, buying off HHS, buying off NIAID. So okay, easy. hang on, hang on. I want to go back because, you know, the, uh, the Joy Ann Reed staff, the Chris Hayes staff, the Rachel Maddow staff is saying, okay, now she's put on her uh, tinfoil hat. Just go back and make your case and back it up step by step of why you say it's a bioweapon and why you say the CCP knew this when they partner with uh, BioNTech and why BioNTech executives should have known it, ma'am. All right. <laughs> well, you know, when you walk into a crime scene and you see a spent gun on the floor and a bunch of dead bodies, um, <laughs> you, you have to start asking questions, all right? So why I say it's a bioweapon we have the 350 million um, documented that went to Dr. Fauci and his colleagues. We have the release of the virus from the Wuhan lab, whether intentional or not. The early uh, scientists advising Dr. Fauci said this has a, 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 a indication that it was uh, lab created. He tried to suppress that, as you recall. We have the manufacture of the injection material for Pfizer in an MOU with a Chinese Communist Party-run entity, which owns most of the largest Chinese state-run pharmaceutical company, um, and that is Fosun Pharmaceuticals in Shanghai. We now have the testing of this injection in August of 2020, right, warp speed, right, in Shanghai. We have the Pfizer documents that show that as early as November of 2020, Pfizer knew that it doesn't, the material didn't work to stop COVID, but it, it did work, uh, the 42,000 adverse events in the Pfizer documents show, to hurt people and to kill people. There were 1,200 dead people in the Pfizer documents in three months. Four of them died on the day they were injected. We have the SEC, SEC, US SEC, filing from BioNTech, which is the subsidiary pharma making these injections, of Pfizer making these injections, showing 100% completed tech transfer of the IP of this injection to China in 2021. It's not to a Chinese individual, Chinese company, it's to China. We have Fosun Pharma <laughs> two branches in the United do, States. Do, Dr. Wolf, just, just, just hang on for one second. We're gonna take a short commercial break. We're gonna return with Naomi Wolf in just a moment. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Look, you know, our watchword here is that there are no conspiracies, but there are no coincidences. And I hate to say there's just too many coincidences in this entire situation. And Dr. Wolf, we're going to have to get you in a whiteboard. We're going to have to go through this in a very detailed way because... And you have people working on the people should understand Judicial Watch. Tom Fitton's got a whole team on this nonstop. And Naomi Wolf's got a 3,500 person team that's doing incredible work going through these documents. They're on this nonstop. Uh, I just here, real quickly, the moms this happened to, uh, particularly when you're in a situation where you're, you know, the closest a mom's going to ever get after birth is the breastfeeding of the child. That's where all this bonding happens in the first, what, six months or eight months or nine months of, of life. That's not something you move on from. It's not something if your baby dies in 10 days or 12 days and you just took the shot or, and then somebody says, hey, could have been the vaccine. You can't move on from that. That is, that is, that will haunt you forever. So what's happening to these moms right now? Is there some group coming together? Are people talking to them? Um, did, they, did, they, did, they, did these moms even understand, many of them, 
and I don't, in, in Israel or the United States of exactly what's going on here. And, and look, maybe this is not definitive, but at least to say, hey, look, you got to think of this possibility. Has that happened, Naomi Wolf? So to, to recap, for those who are not, were not with us this morning or yesterday, um, 648 babies in the VARS database uh, got really sick after breastfeeding, and three of them died, as I may have mentioned, hundreds and hundreds of serious neurological events. Um, to my knowledge, women are being lied to at scale about what happened to them and to their babies. Uh, I often get emails from midwives and from doctors, um, you know, say, detailing the horrible things that are happening, the dead babies, the miscarriages, but none of them will come forward. Literally the only maternal fetal specialist obstetrician who's come forward is Dr. James Thorpe. I mean, there's literally no one else to talk about the, the dead babies that he's seeing and one doctor in Ontario who was immediately smeared. So often it's the uh, doctors or nurses who enter the VARS record um, and they might not even tell, they're not gonna tell mothers What's hap that what's happening is caused by the vaccine. Um, and so now moms listening to you will know, I mean, women and grandmas especially, and mothers-in-law are putting it together, listening to you, listening to this, telling their daughters, telling their daughters-in-law, mourning the miscarriages, mourning the, the malformed babies, mourning the, uh, the, the babies who are sick from breastfeeding, that they hadn't understood what had happened to them. Um, but I'll say one other thing about breastfeeding. In the pandemic, breastfeeding went from 34% of all new moms to 14%. So that means that millions of new moms tried to feed their babies and couldn't, tried to feed their babies and couldn't. So that means without even knowing that it was caused by the vaccine, millions of new moms listening to us now will realize, oh, my baby couldn't latch on, my baby vomited, my baby was agitated, my baby was sleepless, I gave up, I went to formula. Well there was mRNA in your breast milk. Uh, there was polyethylene glycol in your breast milk. So basically the medical establishment, the doulas, the lactation consultants, the nurses who are supposed to inform moms who are losing their babies, whose babies are premature, whose babies are sick, whose babies what? are in convulsions, they're not doing it. Um, but we're just getting what? out through people like us. What, what happened, the 648 and the three, what happened in the real-time investigation in Israel? What, what's the status of that? What's the status of those women? I mean, the real-time investigation in Israel is one journalist named Ranit Feinberg, who's who's been dogged in going through the VARS database. But the Ministry of Health isn't investigating this, to my knowledge. Um, you know, I don't know that there's a formal investigation. No one wants to know what happened to these babies, Steve. No one in power wants to find out what happened to these babies. Pfizer has a dead baby in its records who died with seizures in the emergency room after breastfeeding. Pfizer has four women with blue-green breast milk. No one is you know, going to Pfizer. The FDA isn't saying, who are these women? What happened to them? Why is their breast milk blue-green? What does that mean? You know, What happened to their breast milk? Um, it, it's literally... A black hole of don't touch it, don't ask questions around these sacrificed mothers and babies, these ruined women. Same is true of the menstrual dysregulation. You know, millions of women are suffering. Literally, it took a year and a half for the Washington Post to even ask a question. No one is asking questions about these dead babies and about these these mothers. Didn't did, 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 did CNN put up a story today about the, the, the menstrual cycle situation? Wasn't CNN yeah. even now on, to, on this? Yes, Steve, but they're down. They're they're whitewashing it. They know that the evidence is coming in largely through us and our aligned six friends, um, who are honest doctors. And so they're whitewashing it. They're putting out these ridiculous stories. Oh, you might have menstrual changes of a day, but it's temporary. It's just lies. I mean, women are experiencing hideous things, horrible drops in fertility. Uh, things happen. I you know in my email. To a, an 11 year old girl and a 12 year old girl bleeding so badly, they were taken to the emergency room and had to get blood transfusions. Menstrual bleeding after injections in an 11 year old and 12 year old girl so badly, they're getting injections of transfusion, transfused blood. That's what's happening to women and girls that the Washington Post isn't Na touching. Na Naomi, how do people get to your site? Obviously, we're going to continue this every day. You've got even more information than this that we haven't even been able to get, at, get to. And I think uh, this is why Tom Fitton and Judicial Watch are so important, not only just what they're doing down with Mar-a-Lago and all the situation president. I mean, Tom Fitton, 
they're, I've always called them the People's Justice Department. They're all over it. And so, and, and their FOIA request is a shocking number about Fauci and his colleagues, $350 million, but also the explosive situation to uh, confirm when Naomi Wolf in the, in, the, in the war room and the other team at, at Daily Cloud found five months ago about this joint venture in China. Uh, Naomi, how do people get to you? How do they get to the book, The Body of Others? I think now when you've seen Naomi now enough times in this, you understand her road to Damascus on this. So it's a very powerful book and I strongly recommend that everybody get it. Uh, that's on Amazon. How do people get to your site? Thank you. Well, go to dailycloud.io and also at seven in an hour in uh, 20 minutes, we're having a webinar on Daily Cloud where people can ask questions um, and, and address Amy Kelly about the Pfizer documents. And for those who can't make it uh, tonight, we're going to post it. Um, we can send you the link of the recording um, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. No, we want to push everybody. How, so how do they get to this webinar? I want everybody, because these are types of things, just like in the Committee on the Present Danger, you need deeper drill downs that we can't just get to on the show. So how do people get to that? So there's an announcement right there on Daily Clout. You can just click on it okay. um, and come to the webinar. And if you don't come tonight, again, we'll post the recording tomorrow. Um, and otherwise, all the reports are on Daily Cloud. Okay. I'm Dr. Naomi Arwolf on Getter. Uh, fantastic, uh, Naomi. Thank you so much. Honored to have you on here. Thank you, Steve. Uh, Boris, I want to bring in Boris. Boris, you got breaking developments uh, in a, a host of efforts. So I'm going to just turn over to you. You're joining us by phone. Thank you for taking time away. Why don't you go ahead and rip, sir? Steve, of course, honored to be with you. Honored to be with the War Room Posse today. Tongue going on. And a lot of interesting developments, Steve, uh, in, in Brooklyn regarding the Special Master Judge Deary, where the government has been up completely upside down. They, the government recommended five different vendors, Steve, to handle the voluminous amount of, of property they took in the illegal raid and break-in of President Trump's home of Mar-a-Lago. Well, all five of those recommended vendors told the government, told the DOJ, no, we're not interested. Why? Because the DOJ is trying to push deadlines, which are so aggressive, so unreasonable, that their own vendors are pushing back on them, saying no. Beyond that, the DOJ has now admitted to having three filter team failures, meaning the team that's supposed to filter privileged information has failed in keeping that information and, and tainted or prosecutors with that information. And, and the next step, Steve, also extremely, extremely troubling, is that you have now had three different inventories, three amendments to the DOJ's own inventory that have, have to be made. So what's the reason for that? It remains to be seen. But the DOJ absolutely not bringing their best, absolutely not you know, growing any trust in themselves after this illegal, unwarranted, and unprecedented raid on President okay. Trump's home on It's Yeah, this is okay. So, so if you watch MSNBC and CNN, which you know we monitor it, they're saying the exact opposite, that you guys really got to regret that you went to the special master route and you really got to regret you drew this judge because this is basically calling all your bluffs. What do you, what do you have to say to that? How, how, how fake news is that, sir? It's fake news to the utmost degree. It's, and it's, all, it's not just fake news, it's projection and, and transmission of the utmost degree. Of course, CNN's going to say that because, hey, now we're sitting here almost two months after the illegal raid, and the DOJ has done nothing but be embarrassed. The mainstream media have been embarrassed by the, by the leaks that have on, gone on time and time again. And Judge Cannon has called the DOJ out for those leaks, saying, hey, none of this information was leaked before the raid. But after the raid, there seems to be leaks left and right. So who's responsible for not keeping the information secure? And then let's go to the most important part. Under the Presidential Records Act, under the PRA, there's no enforcement mechanism. There is no right to conduct even the DOJ the criminal investigation, let alone the illegal raid. And under the famous Clinton Sogdor case, Judge Amy Berman Jackson, which you know, is not a friend of, uh, of conservatives, as we all know, she ruled that if a president does not designate in their time in office any of their documents or property as presidential, they're all personal. And that fits like a glove in this issue. Everything, everything the president chose to take with him from the White House as personal records, there's no absolutely no allowance for the illegal raid and the aggressive action from the DOJ. It was a complete overstep. 
total weaponization of law enforcement and targeting of the strongest political opponent the, Rep the Democrats have. The Joe, feckless Joe Biden is talking about a sadly deceased congresswoman today at an event in the White House. Feckless, confused Joe Biden trying to attack President Trump by weaponizing law enforcement, but it's blowing up in their face because the American people are, are standing up and fighting against it. I, I want to go back to the timing in these vendors for a second. Uh, so these vendors, because the DOJ's schedules, they want to have it all done by next week. And then uh, they want to go indict President Trump on a non-crime right before the midterm elections. This is what their whole thing has been about the midterms. So, so what what did the vendors, all five of their vendors came back and said, dude, we can't do this. This 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 time schedule is insane. This is their own vendors who came back. And listen, whatever the DOJ is thinking they could do. There's absolutely no criminal enforcement under the PRA one. And President Trump followed the PRA two. And the, again, a famous judicial watch versus NARA case specifically says that these are all personal records. So, but yeah, in terms of the vendors, <laughs> this is the government's chosen vendors. The government pinpointed these vendors and said, these are the ones you want to go with. And what happens when the government and, and, and President's Council together approached and the vendors said, no way, no how. We can't do this. It's, you know, we're, not, we're either not interested progressive, and they, and they turned the DOJ to turn the government down. Because they, again, DOJ is trying to weaponize their power, weaponize their, their investigative techniques as much as possible, and they're failing at every single step. Okay, hang on for Boris. We want to hold you through the break, but 30 seconds. Where on the other track, where on the other track is in, in this appeals process? Where, where are we with the appellate court? In terms of the appellate court, here's where we are. So the the motion the emergency stay motion which was wrongfully granted last week by a short, by by a panel of just three uh, three judges of the 11th circuit that is that is a right for appeal and you know can I'm not, i don't want to get ahead of the president but let me just say that it's being very very heavily considered so that's just on the stay or a limited stay of the use of the of the arrived the new social media taking on big tech protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. I really want to thank, you know, Getter. I'm up on 24 hours a day and all of our big contributors are too. But, you know, you see this fiasco is going on at, uh, at Twitter. Uh, Russell Brand yesterday, who's a guy who's kind of going through his own awakening, his own Damascene moment, got pulled down off of YouTube. I think he's now shifting over to Rumble. You've got Truth Social. These platforms deserve your support. Go to Getter is totally free. Just go there. You can watch us 24 7. We're always putting up live streams. We've actually launched a new show in there in Rome just to focus on the election uh, that just took place. Also, the Vatican, all that. We're going to keep it going with Ben Harnwell. Uh, in fact, we're, already, we're actually going to make it bigger. We're going to get a studio. We're going to take this to the next level. And Getter has been essential to, to do this. So essential, uh, Getter, I just gave the my interview I do every week on Getter, uh, anti-CCP to take down the Chinese Communist Party. And I just want to thank everybody associated with all of these platforms for supporting people and making sure these voices got there. If we didn't have it, it would, you know, nothing would happen. Also, we understand, uh, you know, Fort Myer, um, Naples, direct hit. Uh, we, you know, our, our prayers are out for you guys. I know it's terrible right now. The footage there is just incredible. We have a massive audience down there. Just want to make sure you guys know that uh, that we're rooting for you. It would look just absolutely horrific and hope everybody's safe. Uh, Boris, uh, I, I want to get back to a second. By the way, you got Naomi Wolf breaking all this news with the, going through the documents with, with, uh, with Fenton. You've got, we've got uh, uh, Jeff Rainforth on the border. We're going to go back to the, the, the raid on the southern border. I saw Joe Kent's debate last night against this, especially this rising star, the populist left. It was just a debacle and that Kent uh, was so far ahead of just the knowledge and understanding of the problems we have and what solutions are versus people on the left. And I got to tell you, I think this, I think, you know, the J6 was supposed to have their, you know, they came again prime time on MSNBC. They got to do it at one o'clock in the afternoon, right? Um, and, and of course they canceled because the hurricane, but whether it's the show trial and I got to tell you, the interest on this, the interest on what's happened in the Mar-a-Lago raid, the MAGA it just said, hey, this is just more of their criminality and the FBI being out of control. We have to win on November 8th. The only way we're going to get control of this is to take charge. 
and and people have kind of moved on. They're, they even the details. They're saying this. It's, it, it, these people are so out of control. We're not even that interested in the details. We just want to shut it down and stop it because it's outrageous. What are your thoughts on the politics of all this? The politics of this are that what you have now seen is that, yes, there was a little bit of an uptick in enthusiasm for the Democrats in the summer. And with Dobbs, but even though I believe Dobbs so, it was so vital to the energy of the evangelical vote and the true conservative vote. So you had a little bit, you had a little bit of an uptick in enthusiasm. But now, after the illegal, unprecedented, unconstitutional raid, you have seen heat from MAGA and, of course, heat from President Trump and his rallies, you know, Pennsylvania, Ohio, North Carolina, Michigan coming up on Saturday. You've seen heat like we have never seen before. MAGA is at its most powerful now, and, and you're experiencing it everywhere in all the key, uh, key center races. Arizona, Blake Masters, Pennsylvania, Oz, Georgia with, uh, with Herschel Walker, New Hampshire with Bulldog. Uh, uh, with Laxalt in Nevada and all across Smiley in, in Washington, all across the country, you're seeing MAGA strength like we have never seen before. And, and the reaction to the raid, the disgust with the weaponization has been absolutely overwhelming, has been game-changing, and is going to help cr- crush, which is literally what's happening, crush the Democrats even further. I want to give a program, you know, tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock, we're going to start the show. Um, McCarthy, at least Stefanik, all of them are going to be out there walking through about how they have to fire Pelosi and give details. We're going to have Alex DeGrasse, Lou Dobbs, and the head of Rasmussen polling to go through the mathematics of the victory if we put our shoulder to the wheel. We're going to do all that to start the show off tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock to get down as we're trying to do every day with you in, in the nitty gritty. Uh, Boris, let me ask you, the president, this situation with Nord Stream, we had... Uh, we had uh, Revolver.News, Darren Beatty on last night about who did it. You know, this is going to war with the German people. President Trump came out and said, hey, look, I'll volunteer to step in the middle of this thing. I know how to make deals. Uh, I think everybody in, in these rooms respects me and, quite frankly, fears me. I'll volunteer to do this. Was he trolling? Because the, the, the mainstream media has gone in full meltdown on this. Is he serious about this or is this just a troll, uh, the uh, MSNBC crowd, sir? I'll tell you this, not, and again, we never speak for the president, but here's what I, we, we both know, having had the honor of working for him, he doesn't waste time, right? When he, he says something, he's saying it, and he's saying it in a, in a matter, even if it's humorous, that it's supposed to cut through. But on this issue, I mean, look at the contrast. You look at the contrast where we were under President Trump with absolute, uh, absolute full-spectrum energy dominance, and even our allies having their independence, if they listen to President Trump, instead of snickering at the UN like the Germans were doing, while now you're having to beg Russia for, for heat and energy. So President Trump is, is drawing a contest that is unbelievably stark. The strength, the respect from our adversaries and our allies, the lack of useless conflict like the one going on now between Russia and Ukraine, and President Trump pointed that out as well, the lack of those conflicts, and broad international growth until the China virus hit to what we have now. We have a feckless, pathetic presence in the U.S. We have, we, we have this conflict in, in Eastern Europe, which is rippling through Europe. And now with, Nord Stream, you know, with, the, with the Nord Stream pipeline being apparently sabotaged, the impact is actually almost unfathomable, Steve. So President Trump, as only he can, drawing a contrast and making a vital part of the night. Again, not to speak for the president. But if Joe Biden, for once, was in his right mind and did the right thing and asked President Trump, hey, would you go and negotiate this? President Trump, the greatest negotiator in America and likely world history, I'm sure would get it done perfectly. I'd like to ask all the college-educated women out there that are part of this demographic, the Democratic Party, that hate, you mentioned orange man bad and they spit on the floor. Would you rather in your economic and financial life uh, want the summer and fall and winter Christmas season of 2019 or do you like today? Because you like today, vote for it because you're going to get a lot more of it. And you're going to lead to your financial and economic destruction. And you're going to deserve it. It's a free country, democratic country. You can make decisions. You get the information. And you went to college, so you, know, you should know how to get the information. Boris, real quickly, how do people get to your newsletter and you on social media? No doubt about it. Heat all the time. Hot on the website, borisdp.com. Hot borisdp.com. 
Hot on Getter at Boris VP, on Twitter at Boris VP, hot on Truth Social at Boris, and hottest on the ground, Boris on the scrap time. Stay strong. God bless. All offense, and I'll see you tomorrow. All offense. You got to watch. You got to follow Boris. Okay, stick around. The second hour, even more explosive than the first in the war room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.